0: Hello, I'm Shaiju and welcome to the last episode of Mentorship Gold. Even though what I've shared is not much, I have always left struggling with the thought of whether if this is for personal consumption or a public discourse. However, I am hoping and believing that this teaching has helped you understand your mentors better and receive in a higher dimension. Each of us must choose to live out our convictions and figure out whether it works or not. And yet I share this in hopes that it would make somebody's journey a little easier. So if you have not already done so in the last episodes, I hope that you will take time to leave a comment on this one episode. On another exciting news all this information and much more will be made available on our exclusive app. So for more information on how you can access that I encourage you to follow Mentorship Gold on both Facebook and Instagram and look out for details that will be coming soon. You can also follow our other channel Revive Nations for weekly summons that will inspire your walk with God. Now with this episode I want to talk to the mentors that are out there. Now before you decide to leave, hold on because I believe that every mentee is a potential mentor. If God is blessing you to be a good son, it is also for you to one day be a good father. I was only 19 years old when I had an encounter with the Lord Jesus in a hotel in Mumbai, India, just before a Jesus conference. And very clearly I heard the Lord saying, Father this generation. And I remember wondering how it would be possible because at then I wasn't married nor had children, but it was a journey that began that year. Ever since that command, the Lord used our ministry to help and reach out many people around the world And I started recognizing that helping and to be helped is an art by itself. And many times I wish there was an easy manual out there that could reduce the heartaches that would otherwise come our way. So without going into much detail, here are a few things that I could share with the mentors out there in hopes that it would make their journey a little easier. And if you are a mentee listening in on this, take heed so that you may bring Godspeed into the life of your mentor. Life has taught us that some of the most expensive stones are not found in the clouds. In fact, they are found in raw dirt. If you, as a mentor, find somebody whose head is caught up in the clouds, hear twice or even thrice before you try to help that individual because those are the ones that will give you the most heartache. Any mentee that is serious about going a long way should be somebody that has humbled themselves before the Lord and are ready to be helped. It is also a fact that when you are trying to pull out somebody from the dirt, that the chances are that you yourself can get dirty. So make sure that those whom you want to help are desperate enough to get out of the dirt themselves. Change requires desperation rooted in humility. When the individual does not see the need for change, they will then begin to find the hand that reminds them their need To change. Sometimes mentors can be surprised and confused on why somebody would try to fight those that are helping them change. It is not that they are upset with you, but they look at you and see a mirror and they are reminded of how much there needs to be change. And sadly, they begin to fight that which is ordained by God to help them change. That leads me to remind you that there is always an Absalom around. Absalom was a son of King David that fought against his own father. It is only a matter of time that you identify the Absalom in your camp. And when you do, prepare your heart to forgive and to move on. Now also remember that not every wild horse is a Judas. A wild horse is somebody that has had too much freedom and has been alone by himself too long. And now in the process of being trained to greatness, they begin to resist and give you a hard time. Now, just because they are tough does not mean they are without hope. Do not allow them to intimidate you. The fear of teaching them is the only thing that you need to be afraid of. Now, it is also crucial that you do not force a change. Anything that is forced risks a chance of being broken. Give your mentees enough time to decide whether they want to be led by you. Because sometimes people can vocally desire your help but really not mean it in their heart. Some people listen to instructions but miss the details. And as a mentor, one of the most painful things you can see your mentee do is to waste their time And so sometimes you feel the urge of running and forcing a change. Notice that Jesus knew the heart of Judas and yet he resisted forcing him to change. Because Judas had an opportunity many times to come forth and share his weakness and flaws with Jesus, and yet he chose to hide it from Jesus. In fact, towards the end, when Jesus prophetically revealed his intentions, it did not lead Judas to repentance. In fact, it accelerated the rebellion and betrayal. So discern the heart of your student before you rush to go out and help them. Next, don't deal with the problems that you see on the surface. In fact, go to the root of the problems. If your student comes to you and complain about her stomach ache, don't go ahead and bind and lose and release the healing on the stomach. Instead, look to what they may have eaten that caused that pain. Or what habits do they need to change? What is the internal issue that has caused that pain? Because pain is a symptom of a deeper issue. So knowing the root of the issue is the fastest way than going in circles and dealing with the chaos on the outside. Next, before you leave the 99 sheep and go after one, every mentor needs to understand the difference between an arrogant prodigal son and the truly lost sheep. Many pastors and leaders are drained in life because they were hijacked by issues that they should have never allowed in the first place. There are some sheep that are worth pursuing when they are genuinely lost. There are other sheep that are worth waiting for until they return. And there are some other sheep that will bless you with their absence. Knowing the difference will save you a lot of time and heartache. If only we could have another episode on that difference. Next, don't overfeed them. I want my son to grow like me, walk like me, work like me, and even eat like me. But if I were to feed him everything all at once is the fastest way to choke him. Just because I love him does not mean I let him drive my car. Take time to identify the class of maturity that your sons and your mentees are in. Don't rush them to the seats before it is time. And time is a great revealer of all. Don't let your sheep guilt trip you. There are times when a sheep has high energy and the shepherd is ahead of them, leading them with great joy and enthusiasm. But there are other times when the sheep's morale is low and they are weaker than other times. And at that time, the shepherd leads them from behind. But it is a fact that you cannot deny that the sheep will dictate the time taken to reach the promised land. As anointed Moses was, he could not lead everyone to the promised land. As powerful Jesus was, his disciples deserted him. As perfect God was, Lucifer still rebelled against him in heaven. So pastor, leader, I want to say, take it easy. Learn to let go and go. Keep growing, irrespective of whether people understand you or not. Keep moving forward, even if those around you do not fully understand you. To remain stagnant, to accommodate those who are not willing to move forward, is to be living dead. It is a fact that even if you are on the same side, if you go forward way ahead, people on your same team will misunderstand you to be their enemy and begin to shoot you in the back. Change requires moving forward and a preparation to be misunderstood by the people you leave behind. Never let your sheep's opinion sway you from moving forward. Someday, if they catch up or when they catch up, they will appreciate you for paving the way. Remember, you are only accountable to the Lord and the leader he has sent into your life. So keep growing every day, irrespective of people's opinion around you. And in time, those who know the value of what you carry will be ready to pay any price to receive from you. Trying to please everyone else will slow you down. One of the worst things somebody can ask of you is to ask you to remain same and not change. The only person that does not require change is the Lord Jesus Christ. For the rest of us, we either grow or die. That leads me to the final point of this episode. Locate that place where you can grow. It is never too late to find your mentor, somebody that will help you grow beyond your capacity. But the bigger question is, can you find the humility to submit to somebody? Find that living stone that you can be connected to, that is connected to another living stone, that is connected to generations, that is connected all the way to the chief cornerstone. My spiritual father, a living legend, Prophet Emmanuel Makandewa, he once said, Everything around you is updating itself. Do not be found not updating yourself. You may face problems beyond your level of knowledge. Some problems that come may be immune to your current level of anointing. Now, this is an important question that every mentor needs to consider for themselves how do you update yourself in receiving fresh counsel and receiving a fresh anointing from the Lord a good test of whether a leader is worth following is if he himself has submitted to a leader there are layers levels and dimension make it a habit to cross over into something greater every single day keep moving forward keep moving deeper and keep getting better. Be sure that to be stagnant is not your cup of tea. Every year, may you be a new you. Oh, I shall end here for now. I hope this has blessed you. It is my prayer that you will never give up. And as the old song goes, I pray that we will be found somewhere working for the Lord. Until we see again, or upon the Lord's return, Goodbye, Lord's Warrior. Shalom.